Welcome to Marin Costello Radio, where we have intentional conversations with impactful people. Your weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and entrepreneurship. Join me as we explore the ins and outs of building and running a business, interview leaders across all industries, and find the common denominator beneath it all. Welcome to Marin Costello Radio. Merry freaking Christmas, everyone. We have a very, very, very special episode today. Why do you ask? Because it is a four for one It is a four for one deal today. We have on the show, Q, our producer, the man behind the Marin Costello radio show, AKA the Grinch on the show. We have Danny, our director of creative and marketing, AKA our resident Jewish elf. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, we have Tara, our director of fulfillment and merchandising, AKA Mrs. Claus, making your Christmas dreams come true this holiday season. No pressure, but pressure. And, and I don't have a character because I, I'm terrified as to what you guys would, would name me as your Christmas, your Christmas character. I am the sugar plum fairy. Like that. We great so you just get just get to pick your own character and and so that's just it well, no one opposed no. It oh, is your show. You, that is what happens when you're the ceo <laughs> no 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 see but we do we do have a very open and transparent environment within the Marin Costello LLC walls. And if I was incorrect, they would correct me. <laughs> Please no, make no mistake about that. I'll hit you with a few ideas. I, you know me, I'm always churning some puns in my mind and I feel like I could come up with something that's just chef's kiss for this. I digress. Danny actually is our CPO, our chief Thank pun you. officer. That's true. I, that is my formal title. Yes. <laughs> Q, tell us yes. everything. Where are you reporting from? I am reporting from the West Coast, um, California, California from L.A. to the Bay goes down in a real way. Uh, But I'm I'm super excited because, wow, I get to talk on the show like and, uh, you know, this is this is fun. And I get to hang out with uh, Tara and uh, and Danny and you. So, yeah, let's go. Do this. Tara, don't day a star. I am also uh, on the west coast of Florida and I'm downstairs at HQ. (laughs) I've been relegated to downstairs for sound purposes. Uh, Well, you know, because we are, you know, sound engineers here also at Marin Costello Radio and uh, uh, Tara and I were signing on in the same room and there was feedback. So I'm reporting live from upstairs at HQ. Danny, talk to us. Hey guys, I'm coming to you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the great city of the 76ers. I had to get that one in there. (laughs) No one told me hate for that one, please. Um, Yeah, so just coming to you guys from the East Coast as well. Um, Marin and I formerly were in LA together and now we're just taking taking on new roads or old roads even for me um, on the East Coast. By coastal baby, by coastal. Mm-hmm. Q, tell us about your Christmas holiday traditions. Uh, traditions re- really are, are around a lot of food, from from what I can remember. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not like I'm old, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to relive 
you know, the, those moments when you're a young kid and, and your cousins come over and your aunties, your uncles come over and the spread is incredible. And everybody just ends up taking a nap all around the house. I'm trying to relive that, but my cooking ladies, let me just tell you <laughs> my daughters and, and, and my wife, like they hate my cooking. Oh, they, no. they loathe my cooking. I cook with so much love. It just doesn't translate well to the palate apparently. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's where I'm at. That makes same. me sad for you. Honest, honestly, same. We're in the same boat. We, well, we are related. So maybe. <laughs> Word. So, so this <laughs> intro always goes on before the cameras turn on, before, um, before we start recording for all of our MCR, Marin Costello Radio episodes. So Q and I initially met three years ago. Uh, maybe more than that. Maybe like four years ago. Um, when I was being interviewed on a show that he was producing, he walked in with the Guam flag tattooed on his sleeve. And I said to him, half a day, which is how you say, how are you in the Chamorro language, the language of Guam. And so he kind of did a double take and was like, why is this platinum blonde, like Howley speaking to me in this lang- in my language, like what I need a little bit of an explanation. And I was like, no, no, no. My mom said from Guam, I just, you know, was gifted you know skin that was more more fair than my Irish father and alas here we are and did a little bit of math and of course you know Guam is very very small and we are in fact distant cousins three years later after knowing each other for so long after starting the Marin Costello radio show we figured out did a little bit of math without the help of 20 me 23 and me might I add and um, we are in fact cousins so yeah. it is a family affair every Wednesday. It's a family affair, but this is truly a family affair because not only are Q and I related, but this is, you guys are my family. You guys are my mm-hmm. Marin Costello uh, family. This is the brand. This is the heart and soul of the company. You guys um, of all different facets from the marketing to getting your packages to you from everything that you guys experience in person at our events to how we, you know, get to connect with you on the radio show. Like this is truly all different facets of the brand are encompassed in this radio show. And I'm so, so, so grateful for you guys for carving out time during the busiest week of our season to chat with me and to debut this on Christmas. Cause what a better way to celebrate family and love and tradition and holidays than to chat with all of you guys. Love this. So sweet. Love Mm -hmm. you. Tara, what are your traditions for the holidays? So typically my holiday traditions center around work and then charity work. So, um, but I have fun and I embrace, um, all of that. I, uh, had a very, uh, philanthropic church involved grandmother who German Irish grandmother who, um, would voluntold me to do a lot of things in our community and in our church. And, uh, we would just, I would just be dragged to, to things and, but I loved it. And, and that's where I kind of got that spirit from. Plus I, um, Marin knows I grew up a dancer. So I was often like rehearsing different routines and numbers for various holiday performances. And then I did the nutcracker for a really long time. So work, <laughs> hard work is always, uh, what I is a tradition for me around the holidays, but I actually really, it warms my heart to do so. And I like to spread cheer that way. 
I love that. You reminded me of when you said the nutcracker, you reminded me my best girlfriend from back home. And I mean, best oldest, best and oldest friend. She was there when I was born. I think she's seven months older than me. Katie Marzoff is her maiden name. Katie Baller is her married name. So their hashtag at their wedding was wanna be a baller. Can you even, can you even? Anyways, so I was a bridesmaid. We're done with the ceremony. We go in the back, you know, little um, bridesmaid suite to kind of get Katie ready. And we cannot for the life of us figure out the bustle on her dress. And there are a million, a million ties. And I'm like, you, I'm like, I swear to you, I have degrees. I run a company. I deal with little baby parts all day long with the, in the design lab. I could not figure out how to do this. So I'm in her dress. And I was like, this is the scene from the Nutcracker where <laughs> the woman <laughs> where yes. the woman opens her dress or picks up her dress and all the yep. kids run out. And I'm the, that is my character, actually. I, it, I'm no longer the sugar plum fairy. I am Mother Ginger. The, I am, no, but I am the, I am child ginger i am no they're called, they're called point chanel's i was a point yeah. chanel there you go and yeah. well i was many a thing um, but I, that was one of the things that i definitely was back in the day i feel like well Marin, didn't you do nutcracker too or you didn't dance nutcracker you just no we didn't we didn't dance dance nutcracker i saw it you know at san francisco ballet uh theater almost every year but i was i was I don't think I was quite as good as you guys Mm-mm. at the ballet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to toot my own horn too hard there. Um, you know, it's not like that was my chosen profession, perhaps for a reason, <laughs> but it was a really great time, you know, when I was younger. And for me, like, I actually probably hadn't thought about it until I think the three of us were uh, speaking in like a different work call and we were talking about the Nutcracker. And that might have sparked my whole obsession with Christmas because I'm Jewish, but I am like the... Christmas crasher you could call me like I need to be involved in Christmas there was this house in my neighborhood growing up that was literally sponsored by Pico which is like an, you know massive electric company to do their lights it was like crazy a real family operation though like they would make all of these amazing like wood pieces wrapped in lights and it was like people would come from all over to see it so between that doing the nutcracker seeing it every year with my mom kind of like you're saying with your family and my grandmoms and all that stuff. It's, I don't know, for me, it was just, and then add the Grinch in, done. <laughs> Perfect so good. <laughs> so good. I remember, so Danny first joined the team two years ago, which is crazy to think it's been two years already, yeah. right at the, right at the height of holiday <laughs> season. So she was like, I was like, Hey, girlfriend, I have no time to train you. I'm going to throw you to the wolves and throw you in the gauntlet and it's sink or swim. So <laughs> Godspeed. Um, and really, she helped make the Christmas, our like proper Christmas launch so successful and so wonderful, but I could totally see the twinkle in your eye <laughs> when you we were doing all of the Christmas promotions. Um, it was so fun. It was it's so fun. so fun. We always, I feel like we love Christmas music at the office, although I know it can get overwhelming for some, um, but I, <laughs> I know Tara likes maybe a little bit more piece from the peaceful music if you want to if you want to break it down that way um but I remember back in the day in like our headquarters in LA Mary would be like is it okay and like I don't know I feel like when people would consider it early to put on Christmas season I'd be like let's bump it (laughs) there was a point where we honestly played and I think the following year we even played Christmas in the summer because we were like we just need something to inspire us and get us in the groove But what I love about that is, you know, the whole Christmas in July thing, and we kind of do our, a similar version to what we do with Black Friday, we do our 
you know, amazing warehouse sale. We, we do it twice a year now. So I kind of love that we get Christmas twice. Come on. I'm like an addict over here. Let's it's go more. <laughs> so fun. So Danny, what are your holiday traditions? Well, apart from, you know, warming my way into any Christmas festivities I can, I had a best friend growing up who I'm still really close with and her family, um, they would do like a tree lighting ceremony. And was it you guys, I was telling the Christmas pickle about the last yes. time I was in Tampa. <laughs> okay. So they're Hungarian and it's like a tradition. I believe that it's like, from my understanding, my like high school understanding of it when this started, that, that you in Hungarian tradition, you hide this like pickle or pickle ornament on the tree and whoever finds this pickle, you know, wins a little something, something. And I just love pickles anyway. So this was just like, you can really see all the things just fall into place <laughs> on the Christmas spectrum for me. It's like just, yes, yes, yes. And so, um, but everyone thought I was totally nuts talking about my Christmas pickle story. And again, here I am like a little Jewish girl, like, and again, respect to Hanukkah fun and everything, but they really get you with all the Christmas stuff. Oh my so, gosh. I love to, you know, I love to be around my chosen family. And then of course my family is also really close with my um, you know, my best friend's families. And so that's really nice. We spend a lot of time all together. I get to binge watch the Grinch. I get to eat all the things, you know, it's a good time. Um, but for me, it's more so like, I'm sure for some people, there's a lot more that goes into the holiday, but I'm really lucky. I just get to experience kind of the lighthearted fun side of things, but you know, not too bad. <laughs> I love it. What has been the best Christmas gift or the best holiday gift that you guys have ever received. Q, you're up. Wow, I'm always first. I always get like the least amount of time. To <laughs> All right, Tara. Okay, okay, <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm totally joking. You're not gonna like my answer. So <laughs> I have an answer. Should okay. I go first? Yeah, yeah you, you go, go first. first. Okay, sure. I'm gonna go first. So I can't get too specific, actually. Yes. So I can't get too specific on the gift that I'm giving this year because my cousin Lily, who the Lily Huggies are actually named after, she and I decided a few years ago to give each other gag gifts. So not like a sweater or a scarf or whatever, like let's give each other these, the most obnoxious, inappropriate, like hilarious gifts. And they, it is honestly the highlight of my year. I really truly for her start, I start shopping in January because it's just too good. It's too good. So I will tell you, um, <laughs> one of the gifts that I gave to her, which she has an obsession with cows. She still has her little like lovey from her childhood and his name is Moogie <laughs> and Moogie's limbs are all completely disconnected. So Moogie's in a frog costume to keep them together. So also nicknamed Moobert naturally. And so she's obsessed with cows, like love them. They're her favorite animals ever. So I got a salt and, sh a salt and pepper shaker set when the cows were doing adult activities. So that was a pretty good one. And then <laughs> and her parents love that one. Hi, hi auntie and uncle. I know she's listening. Um, that and, is amazing. Uh, the most amazing, one of the most amazing gifts that she's given to me. And I mean, there's so many, there's like an angry cat hat. Um, there's so many different gifts that she's given to me that have been amazing. But one of the ones that really just is embedded into my brain is a massive, obnoxious plastic Jesus piece. <laughs> Rhinestoned and like just the worst color gold yellow you can ever imagine. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. So that was the best gift that I've given, not the best gift I've given, the best gift that I've given to her would have been this year, but I can't say it because chances are she'll listen. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, receiving that Jesus piece was 10 out of 10. 
That's hilarious. That is really something. (laughs) Okay, so so I I thought about it. And I'm going to replace best with funniest. Perfect. So there was a span of there was this there was this joke a long time ago that I I forgot what were who I heard it from. It was on TV or some comedian essentially was saying that that there is only uh, fruitcake. There is only one fruitcake that is passed around the entire world. Like it's <laughs> people just regift it, right? <laughs> so so there was a span of three years that my family did this. That we just regifted this same brick of fruitcake and it was freaking hilarious. It's like it's it got heavier, it got harder, and then it, and it was like you would think that people would be pissed, like, oh dang, I get this. But we were busting the heck up when we received it. So it went from my sister to my mom, my mom to me, and me to my pops. And like I was like, oh my God, this is the it was the I don't know, it was, it was a crazy <laughs> tradition. But I have to say, like, the ones, the, the gifts that make you laugh. So, like, yo, it, it doesn't get any better than that, right? Oh, my 100%. Goodness. Well, you guys are listening to Marin Costello Radio. We have the whole gang on the show. Q, Woo! Tara, Danny, and myself. Yay! Um, Tara, what is the best Christmas gift you have either given or received? Um, oof. I mean... I mean, like I have some like memorable ones, I think like being able to take my God kids to Disney world was like a really big deal, like being able to gift them that. And, um, they were really old enough to appreciate it and had never been. So like, that was really special, even though like, you know, I'm a retired Disney princess of sorts. So, um, but that was really cool. And then we do something very similar. My mother-in-law has a very funny sense of humor and she always gives me the most ridiculous gifts because I'm kind of grinchy. And so (laughs) she like goes out of her way to find the most ridiculous things to make me laugh. And the, I'm trying to think of a few, cause every year there's something really good. Like she brings it every year, but the similarly Jesus wallet one year and it was like this made out of paper, but really nice paper, like almost origami level folding paper, but it had like Jesus and the disciples. And then when you opened it, cause she gives us money every year, when you opened it, it was like the angels going, oh. and so that was like, hands down the best thing. We were just there like all night opening the Jesus wallets. Oh my gosh. The whole gang, Danny, you're up. What's the best gift you've given or received? Okay. Well, I feel like this is going to be a cheesy, cheesy answer. And you guys are going to have to just like bear with me through the sap of it all. But I don't know. When I think about gifting, I feel like I don't really even remember the gifts. I feel like I more so remember all the things that, you know, like the event of the gift, like the holiday or the birthday or whatever it might be. And like the people that made me feel special. I never am like, oh, that gift on that birthday, that one was just like the best gift ever. It's similar. So you've never received it. You've never received a colossal Jesus piece. Never received a colossal Jesus piece. (laughs) I I know you're all shocked. There's time. Challenge accepted. But wait, there's more. (laughs) I'm scared to come to your house now. I'm going to have one in my bedroom, (laughs) my guest bedroom. Um, But I don't know. I really just feel like I more so think about the memories, especially around this time. And like, you know, Hanukkah, they do like the eight days. So you're getting kind of like a rep, you know, like you're getting something every day. So it's a different than the Christmas experience, like with my family. But 
I feel like one other aspect that's really cool about it. And for me, that's so important now when I look back on holiday, I think about the food and like the cultural elements, like there's latkes for, um, for Hanukkah, or even if you think about other holidays, like matzo ball soup, I don't know, there's just all these different things that kind of take you back to your heritage, things that maybe you don't think about all the time. And it gives you a different appreciation for your family, the way they got these recipes, like how old they are, how long your people have been eating this food for. It's just kind of really interesting. <clears throat> Pardon me in that way for me. And so I would say the memories and the food are my bigger takeaway than shockingly the material possessions because you know I love the shop. <laughs> Cue with the hand up. Man, um, you, you just reminded me I, uh, there was a tradition that my godfather you used to always, he would come over the house and he would make, this is the weirdest thing. He would make me my Christmas sushi. Ooh. Like, growing up, like I was like, yo, I love sushi. Like he would make a roll and he'd be like, here boy. I'm like, oh, thanks, Nino. And it was a tradition. It was a Christmas Ooh. sushi. Who does that, right? That's amazing. I, but, think, but, I'm, I think I want that now. Yeah. Right? No, but Danny, you, you, just, you just reminded me I, because yeah, right. Like food takes us to a special place and you know the people who who make you who touch your heart right and that was a yeah and it's not until this moment on mcr radio here on christmas day that i i haven't thought about that in for like she's 20 years so thanks well there you go that makes me so happy and even reflecting on it as you're talking i feel like maybe the reason we like link further into those specific memories. They have more of your senses involved, you know, your taste, smell, all of these things for you to really latch on to where as you know, let's say, obviously this water bottle is not a gift, but if it were like, that wouldn't have like the feels attached to it, you know, unless I was maybe really thirsty and drank the water, but. Or um, if you got a Jesus piece. You're right. Or if I got a Jesus piece, like it'd be cool to look at, but it doesn't actually come into my life, come into my my body in the way that food would or, or a conversation would. So. Amen. Uh, <laughs> Amen. That also got me thinking about the novena. So there's a, a tradition mm-hmm. in Chamorro culture of a nine day prayer leading up to the birth of Jesus. And it is just chock full of, of the most beautiful cultural homage to Guamanians in the Chamorro culture. I mean, there is, you know, the faith baked in, there's the language baked in, there's the song, there are the songs baked in. And the belief in Chamorro culture is that the louder that you sing, the more the angels can hear you. And so I distinctly remember in their, in their, in their, their distinct accents, all of my aunts and uncles like belting and on key too, belting these Chamorro um, holiday um, holiday songs and holiday carols. And some of them were, you know, like silent night, for example, you know, in Chamorro, you obviously know what you're singing, but a lot of them, I still know them. I know the Chamorro, I know how to sing them in Chamorro, but I don't actually know what they're saying. Um, but I just remember them. That was so much of my childhood was going to novenas. I mean, that just really kicked off the entire holiday season for us as a family. And then the Saturday before Christmas, we would always have this massive, massive, massive party at my grandparents. And I mean, my mom's side is Chamorro. They know how to cook and throw a party. And they also know how to gamble real well. I mean, they would bust out the poker tables at the end of each party and all the aunts and uncles, like the kids would go in one room and the aunts and uncles would be there like with all the cards and the poker chips. And then my dad's side, 
they're in the restaurant industry and they're Irish. So they know how to party too. So get the two families together. And it was just litty. Like they, these people know how to have a great time and add, add a little bit of a little sprinkle of Jesus. I tell you what, that is a Christmas party. If I've ever experienced one, (laughs) I think that can I get the invite next year? (laughs) I feel like perhaps we should start next holiday season, Tara, maybe we should start you know, doing a novena in, in Tampa for everyone. In and, also, and also, Danny, I'm considering doing sushi, sushi making for our, our team retreat the first week of January. So. As soon as I just want to say, as soon as Q said it in my mind, I was like, I really hope we do like <laughs> sushi. And then Tara was like, yes. And I was like, I feel like it's going to happen. <laughs> so one thing, to, one thing to note is that um, Danny and I communicate telepathically. Um, I don't really know why we have Slack because oftentimes she'll write me something and I'll respond that I've already done it, or we'll write the same thing to each other at the same time. And now Tara and I having worked together literally side by side since, since March, uh, we're getting there as well. So I think I think uh, in in about four months we will have to, we won't need to communicate at all. We'll just yeah, be able just to like all- wire thoughts to each mm-hmm. other. If we can honestly just formulate whatever we have going on and put it out there, we're gonna put Elon Musk out of business. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I tell you what, I'll drive so, my car with my brain. I love that. I love that. Oh, do I love that? There's some. Depends on the day. <laughs> I'm a good Maybe driver. Not my brain, not my yeah. brain. Tara's brain, though. I'll totally drive with Tara's brain. I'm here. Yeah, for I don't give I'm also definitely for my movie lovers. I love a good Lincoln lawyer moment with Marin when she's got a lot of stuff and things to do, but we have to get somewhere. So I'm like, I'll drive. You work. And it's, it's awesome. I love it. Me forever in the passenger seat, just taking calls. And yeah. it makes me so happy for some reason. I love that. So, well, I, I love that you love that because it's, it's, I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. She's like, it works for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I would like to know out of all the guests that we have had on the show, because we've had some really, really spectacular guests and we're not even done with season one yet, which is crazy to think. Um, but of all the guests that we've had, was there a particular episode that impacted you guys the most or that you really, that you really resonates with you or that you took something from that you really loved? Q, I know I can see the I can see the wheels oh, yeah. turning, and obviously all of them because they were truly all spectacular. There was not one bad egg in this bunch. I mean, this is the greatest season one cast of guests no, and, that we and, could have and, ever and dreamt of. I, I, I can uh, certainly attest to that, you know, I mean, because mm. this is what I do, right? So I do the radio thing and, and produce countless shows. But I, I have to say, by and large, uh, the, the level of guests that we've had on the show has been amazing. Right. And mm-hmm. so and just some var- varying uh, industries and and um, it's, it's just been a fun season. But for me, I'll, I'll say one that sticks out and maybe because it was it was fairly recent um, is Claire, Claire, uh, Claire Va- yeah. uh, Van, Van, Van Holland. Holland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Claire Van Holland, the, the naked finance. Like yeah. it's incredible. You know, her whole story uh, kind of reads like a uh, Forrest Gump if you will, with varying interesting chapters. And, and, and so, you know, she's on one end, uh, in a typically a very conservative industry, uh, you know, in finance. And on the other hand is a, a burlesque dancer. And mm-hmm. so really the lesson there is like, yo, be who the hell you want to be, do what you want to do, do what makes you happy and don't let anybody stop you. And so 
I, that that certainly resonated with me. So that was one guess that, that comes to mind. I feel like you kind of stole my answer, but cause that one was so interesting, but Audrey hope too is a great oh, one. Like, yeah, that one was great. There's been, there's been some doozies. I it's hard to pick a favorite. Shout yeah, out to I, Audrey, my sweet therapist that I get to, I have the privilege of chatting with every Monday. It's my non-negotiable self-care is real big around these parts. And so Bingo. we definitely champion the self-care, the soul care, the, the exercise, although Danny and I are slacking on our M-body mm. bar, bar classes. Shameful. <laughs> Marnie, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. But we love your oh. your Marion Costello radio episode. That was a, that yeah. was a solid one. Talk about oh, a great yeah. one. Talk that about one a great good. episode. Um, I have so many favorites. It's really hard, especially because I've spent a lot of time with episodes when after they come out. And so it's hard for me to pick just one. But I will say one moment that really struck a chord with me, and this might seem like a total left fielder for anyone else, but I'm sure there's like little moments that just made you think like, wow, like that, that really, I feel that in my soul. And when Allie Lamb was talking about how she kind of created her business with her dad in mind and like with his entire way, he like led his business and how he was loved and how much she loved him. And for me, that overlapped in such a big way because my story and with Marin is similar in certain senses. My grandfather was a jeweler and he was incredibly important to me. And, and she knows that that's a big part of my journey. So it was just, it was kind of just felt like a little bit of a similar piece for me and hearing how, how her story was just so beautifully led. Like she really like led with that memory and she was really able to make that a big part of her life and her business and, and make it who who she really is and wants to be and wanted to be. And I just was very inspired by that because it, it rung true to me. It rung true to something that I myself want. So that's just one moment, but I would say there are so many good ones from Auntie Chrissy and Uncle Eric to Marnie's episode to Audrey Hope, literally like all the episodes that I've listened to, which are all of them um, have been incredible. So I, it's really tough to pick, but for me, that moment recently has really been playing in my head. I think, I mean, it's really difficult for me to choose one and I can't because most of the, our guests are my beautiful friends. The impetus for starting the show was when we did decide to launch consulting for um, my business and branding consulting firm, we wanted to do something audience facing that wasn't compromising my client's privacy, but was still giving the gift of guidance and, and business um, advice and you know, branding inspiration and also living inspiration, just helping people navigate their lives based on how other people have navigated their lives. That was truly the reason why Q and I started this show. Um, but there are two guests that come to mind immediately. Uh, one is Jen Roban, who is my dear friend and the brilliant like powerhouse brain, mind, soul behind life in general. She was our first episode. And I think that that one was such a special episode. One, because it was the first two, because she's my dear friend, but three, she trusted me so much. I mean, a woman who really has the most packed schedule of anyone I've seen in a very long time. Uh, she carved out multiple hours to be with us with Q and I to record the show she and I got so vulnerable on the show. We were crying. We cried at least three to five times. Um, and it was such a beautiful send off in leaving Los Angeles and moving the 
the headquarters to Tampa because she was one of the last people in our former offices in LA before we moved. So that one was really special. And also Damien Sandoval, what a bundle of fun. He is just the coolest human. And he has always been so positive, such a ball of energy and light, such a hustler, always so positive. He's the type of person who would see you from across the room and make sure to beeline to you and acknowledge you and hug you. And I mean, for a man who has created such a beautiful family and such an incredible name for himself to still have that groundedness and to still have that foundation and to not forget where he came from, he's just he is 10 out of 10, oh, um, he's, but he's, he's super dope for sure. He's, yeah. he's something special and I love him so much. And it's, it's so wonderful to see how much he has grown and to, you know, especially his journey in fatherhood. What a, what a cool human. Mm-hmm. Um, but truly all of, all of our guests have been so spectacular and I'm so grateful. And, um, I think it's also the response to the show. Right. And I think that Danny and Tara, you guys, I know you guys hear this and Q, I'm sure you hear it too. Whenever we ask someone to be on the show, it is a resounding. Yes. There has not been a single person who's like, I don't know. Let me think about it. (laughs) I mean, but that, 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 that really just speaks to uh, your relationship with them though, Baron. It's like they're, they're coming on because of you. So, you know, so kudos to you. For that and and you know i think it just makes for a very interesting show and i i said it before and i'll say it again i, I this is a fun show for me and and and, and uh, in a little selfish way i i i dropped i drag i get jewels and i've told you this before i'm like yo i, I get my notebook out and i'm like literally i i'm writing down jewels from from various guests so that being said i'm gonna do a little takeover and i'm gonna ask you ladies little survey here um Okay, so let me ask you, who do you think uh, listens to the show more? Females, males, non-binary, or non-specified? All right, so let's just go around. Uh, Females, for sure. Females? Okay. How about you, Danny? I would also have females as my vote just because they're our primary audience from, you know, our e-commerce business and kind of how we got our start, our bread and butter. And so I think we do get a lot of crossover from there. And I feel like we do get, not that we don't have, you know, male viewership, we absolutely do, but I feel like the females crush it in the audience section for us. Okay. Well, I want to be different and say non-specified then. (laughs) I feel like, there you go. Okay. I think all right. Like I'm always the all vote. Yeah. So you Although you're, mar- you're marking say, C. You're marking C. I'm marking D. All of the above. All of the above. All of the above. But I will say we do have such a strong male audience, and that is both in the jewelry business and in the you know in the radio show. Uh-huh. Um, I will say that we are not. We are certainly not all um, female. Yeah. We do we do not have just have a female audience. In no, fact, no, for in sure. fact, we have a very very strong. A very strong male following because I would think it's not just because, you know, we post beautiful pictures and, you know, the people in them are beautiful. It's that our jewelry really is for everyone. It really is for everyone. And that has carried into all different aspects of, um, of the brand. And I think that especially Q having you produce the show, I mean, we are truly a team of men and women alike. I you know, think it we're has its own energy. So like, mm-hmm. that's why I think that makes the radio show unique. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to give you the answer. Uh, males, 15%. Females, 83%. Mm-hmm. Okay. There that's strong though. That is strong. Okay. Second question. You guys ready? Ready. Age, age groups. 
which is the highest age group? I'm going to give you, let me give you three choices. 18 to 22, uh, 28 to 34, 35 to 44, and 45 and above. I want to choose my own age group. So I'm going to go with okay. the 38 to 45. 38 to 45. Okay. Uh, Danny? Why do I feel like Tara already knows the answer? <laughs> um, I am going to guess, um, what was the second one you said? <laughs> uh, 18 to 22, 28 to 34, 35 to 44. 28 to 34. I feel to 34. good about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, boss lady, Marin Costello, what say you? I would say 28 to 34, although I really want to push it up to like 38. Yeah. 42. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, I would say 34 is a little bit on the younger side for us to like cap it. it. Like, I feel like if you, if you took, if, if the first um, category went up to 30 and ours was, and then the second category was like 30 to 43, 30 to 44, that would be like, that would, that would be money. Here is the answer. Are you ready? Ready. I'll give you the top three, starting from three, two, and then the top answer. Uh, in third place, uh, second runner-up, at 18% of the listenership, 23 to 27. Okay. Any surprise there? I, yes. A little bit, yeah. A little really? bit, yeah. You got a little, you're a little bit of a younger uh, demographic there. The right? youth. We love the youth. Yeah. You know, the that's, two we youths. really have wanted to the put a lot youths. more focus in that yeah. direction so, so that's really cool 18 percent, second runner okay uh first runner up in second place at 24 percent of the listening audience 35 to 44 so me there you go nice and yeah. me and, any, any shock there any surprise no no you no. figured that part no. okay that's pretty and, that's pretty and, on brand and at first place 35 percent of your listening audience are 28 to 34. Fast. Boom. Danny smoked them. Um, no, well, Danny knows. Danny, Danny and Tara are our analytic, our analytic gurus. Great I just job. Spend a lot of time in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Last one here for you. And I'm sorry, boss lady, to be taking this over. No, but, I love this. Okay. This is fun. Let, let me give uh any any uh I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys uh the three countries that you may not know who are tuning in to uh Marin Costello radio let's let's cool. have you guys guess guess a country guess uh, three countries that that oh god okay we're gonna take the United States out because they're obviously listening listening here on on home turf I'm but, gonna Canada Germans okay let, let's let's go uh Tara says good what'd you say I was gonna say Canada Canada <laughs> okay we're good Danny you said my people so the Germans I think the Germans Okay. I have no idea. The, the Germans, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to throw yeah. out a, yeah. okay. an Okay, and, and then, and then uh, Mary. Italy? Say it again. Italy? All three of you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Germans have great taste, and that's why. I <laughs> and by the way, the Christmas pickle actually originated in Germany, just one. <laughs> really? But it, is it Hungarian? Am I totally butchered? I mean, they're next door. Hung- but is it Hungarian? <laughs> Yes, it so, is also Hungarian. So, oh my so, God, it all comes first full circle. So here. We, we got we got listeners from the Philippines, Australia, Canada, Italy, the UK, Guatemala. Guatemala. Hey. I, didn't, I didn't even know they had a Wi-Fi out there in Guatemala. Hey, Guatemala. I'm just, just kidding. Guatemala. They do? I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. Uh, Germany. And then, of course, the United States tops it off. So 
Wow. There you go. That is the analytics for Marin Costello Radio. Uh, uh, great job, ladies. Great job. 2021. Nice. So cool. Brava, brava. Hey, Q, will you send me those stats later? Yeah, I'm like nerding out also. I'm like, great, just want to see like where I can sprinkle some breadcrumbs. 100%. Thank you. Oh my, I love that. So I want to ask Danny and Tara, Team MC, what their favorite part of this last year was on the team. It's no every, day, every, the day previous, like, uh, serious aunt, no, you don't know. No, I'm going to let Danny go first. <laughs> I have, okay. So I'm just going to say generally growth because we have really expanded in so many ways and growth doesn't in my mind speak to one thing or another thing. To me, we've grown in a lot of ways. We've grown into this radio show. We've grown into the role of being a sustainable brand in several ways, which I'm very, very proud of. And that was a big goal for us. We've grown in kind of those two areas. We've grown as a team. We've grown in terms of our reach in the country because we've changed our headquarters. And, you know, we've grown our wholesale business in specific ways. I'm, you know, there's things I'm very excited about for the future. And I just, growth in general is what I will say. I like that. We are growing um, for sure. And I think that I love, this past, um, more than six months now, nine months, it's like time flies, but, um, I think that the general learnings of like, kind of how we all work differently, um, the people aspect of it, learning about our team, learning about each other, and then learning how to synergistically make that work whilst really growing at a rapid rate. Um, and being able to find like, my, uh, place in that and feeling comfortable with that. I'm a, you know, retail warrior. And so it's just so nice to work for a group of people work for Marin who lives by her word. And, um, we all have a voice and, uh, mischief is in the house. So sorry. Yeah, Danny's yeah. cat mischief always One makes an appearance. Mascots. She just can't help It's just, herself. she really agrees with what I'm saying. That's so true. she does agree mm-hmm. or she'd be, you know, doing different things. Yeah, no, but for real, I think it's been a, a beautiful thing to watch. And I think that's why we're poised for poised for even more growth because we're and, using each other's strengths and, uh, and yeah. Amen. Amen. I think of all the things that we've done this last year, holy cow, launching the podcast, launching consulting, relaunching the brand, right? Like most people don't know this, but we completely transformed the brand from the inside out in February. We launched all, we relaunched all three brands, all three companies simultaneously in February, the month before moving to Tampa, because, you know, this is how I roll. And I feel like it's been such a beautiful ride. I mean, there definitely were challenges, both personal and professional, I know on everyone's end, but what a beautiful year. What a beautiful year. I think the number one for me was moving to Tampa. I have never in my life felt such a warm welcome from a community. The response to the brand is just overwhelmingly positive. What I will say though, is that we have all worked so wonderfully and tirelessly both together and separately to create a brand that stands alone without me connecting to it. And I think that that is what I am most proud of. That is what I'm most proud of this last year is that people 
look at the product and they recognize the quality, they see the beautiful, the, the beautiful design and its properties of being hypoallergenic, water resistant, sustainable, all the things. And they go, hey, this is a really fair price point. I wanna wear this all the time. And oh, bonus, it's a Marin Costello piece. And I know that, that I know that brand and I know, you know the women that run it. I know the people behind it. I know what, that they stand by their product, but it's, it's not just me making things and selling it anymore. It's not just me designing things and my name having to be connected to it to sell it. Like the product and the, every experience within the brand stands on its own. And that is what I am so, so proud of this year. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think it's been a joy. I just wanted to piggyback on that and say that like this last weekend we did, or two weekends ago, we did a holiday market and it was so cool to see like my friends who know me from different areas have them watch them make that connection in the moment They're like oh you're working with Marin oh this is the person you're working with now and how excited they were and they knew of Marin and or they'll know me and vice versa and then making those connections was fabulous and these are people I respect in a lot of different industries and uh, arenas and um, it's just great that is a, a warm and I would say probably two handfuls of people came up to the booth and said, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to meet you guys. I own your stuff. We've purchased from this retailer. We've seen you guys at this event. We've seen your stuff posted by our favorite bloggers. Like it really is such a full circle. It's been a, such a full circle moment, especially this holiday season. And I know Danny, you would be so proud with how many people recognize the online presence and how many people loved and shouted out certain influencers and said, oh, we saw you, you know, we saw this collab or this giveaway that you did with so-and-so. I mean, it, we are truly moving mountains and we are not just blow, blowing smoke up each other's behind. I mean, we're truly a family and we work so hard and so diligently together. Um, and I, I mean, this is a dream, truly. Like I'm so beyond grateful. It's like Thanksgiving all, all over again, you know? Time. What am I thinking? We're just doing Friendsgiving again. Yeah, it's fine. Friendsgiving is an everyday occurrence at shop. Right? So true. Hugh, what was and your we're getting part? sun too. Can you feel the sun coming in? I kind of went away. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hugh, what are you grateful for this last year? Um, I, I would say kind of watching, uh, you know, piggybacking off of what Danny said. You know, I, when I first met you, um, you know, a few years ago, I was like, yo, Marin is a, Marin is a brand. Right? Marin's I, a mess. Yo, no, I mean, no, no, <laughs> let's, let's just, let's just face it. Like, I think I, I've probably said that to you explicitly, like, yo, Marin, you're, you're like a whole brand. And, and I love seeing the growth in the, uh, in the radio. I love the fact that you're a strong Chamorro woman who's, you know, kind of breaking the barriers. You're a trailblazer for, for, you know, some of our, some of our, our community. And I tell you this all the time. And it's like when, when you went back home, when you went to Guam and, and you were like, yo, Q, who, who do I need to talk to? Yo, you need to talk to uh, Joan. You need to get in front of the TV. Because there's a young, uh, there's a little girl in the islands out there that is looking at you and being inspired by everything you do. Not being afraid to not only be an entrepreneur and, and a designer and a brand, but you know, you're, you're, you're venturing off into things that you may not have necessarily been comfortable and, and doing the radio show. So uh, just seeing the growth and allow me to be a part of this team. This team is, you know, from the uh, East Coast to the West Coast. And uh, just to be a part of it, it, I'm having a great time. So I'm very proud of you. 
And so thanks for uh, letting me uh, be a part of this journey. Are you kidding? I look forward to it every week. And I will say it's one part nature, one part nurture, right? It's so much hard work and so much just steadfast, put your head down and do the work and do right by others. And, you know, knowing that everything will work out the way that it should in the long run, but it's also the hand of cards that I got dealt and this amazing community that we've built. And, and, um, it's not just our internal team. It's the people that experience the jewelry. It's the, it's my family and my friends that have supported me from the beginning. I mean, self-made is not just made by oneself self-made being mm -hmm. self-made takes a village. And I feel like we are all collectively in this and mischief is definitely in this. So sorry. She wants to put her hand. She's like, yes, Marin, yes. She was like, oh, message, message. Oh my God, she's such a hand. My apologies, you guys. Please continue with what you're beautiful. No, it, and I just, I'm very, very grateful. I think that, you know, Danny and I have been going at it for two years. Um, I, this is our third holiday season together. And I can proudly say that this season, there will always be things, you know, fires that we need to put out and things that happen last minute and, you know, opportunities that come up last minute that we need to pounce on. But um, this holiday season truly is different in that we are such a strong, supportive, you know, kumbaya team. And it, I really feel like we're moving mountains and I'm so pumped for the new year. I'm so pumped for the new year. We have one particular collaboration happening in spring that we can't say anything about yet because of NDAs, but holy shit, it is going to be 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10. It's so exciting. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. And that's just one of many things that we have coming up in this, uh, this beautiful 2022 year of ours. And I'm just beyond grateful. What a dream. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. Positive end note there. And left a teaser, Marvel movie style. Nice. Yes. Just a little teasy poo. Well, you know, this has been wonderful. Thank you guys so much for giving me an hour, giving all of us an hour of each other's time. We have mm -hmm. a lot of work still left to do. It is the Monday before Christmas and we have a five-day week. <laughs> but, but I will see you all in Tampa for team retreat the week of January 3rd. And that is what I'm very excited about. And I will say how cool it was to actually talk to Q on the show for the first time for me. So that was very, very cool. You know, I get Thanks. to sit back, watch you and Marin do your awesomeness every single week. And so to be a part of it is really cool. So thanks for, thanks for having us on the show. Um, it was really awesome. Absolutely. My cat's also really excited and I'm sorry about her excessiveness <laughs> in that expression, but it's been awesome. And uh, thank you guys. Q, any parting words? Um, you know what? Love is love. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Mm -hmm. And uh, keep it uh, keep it locked for Mary Costello Radio in 2022. Ooh, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Wow. Well, to my to my chosen team, to my chosen family, I love you. Thank you so, so much for being on the show and for taking time out of your busy schedules the week before the Christmas holiday to come on the show. Another huge thank you to our hosts at Dash Radio and our producers at Island City Media Group. If you liked this episode, you can listen to it again and again. I know that I will on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the podcast platforms. Please be sure to leave a review so we can continue bringing you the people and the conversations that you love. Lastly, if you want to connect with me offline, you can find me at MarinCostello.com and MarinCostelloRadio on Instagram. Have a beautiful Christmas holiday, a wonderful new year, everyone, and we will see you next week. <laughs>
You know, Christmas was made for the children. Destiny's children. G Christmas. Destiny's child. Christmas, my baby gave to me a pair of Chloe shades and a diamond belly ring. On the seventh day of Christmas, my baby gave to me a nice back rub, then it massaged my feet. On the sixth day of Christmas, my baby gave to me a crop jacket with dirty denim jeans. On the fifth day of Christmas, my baby gave to me the point that he wrote for me. Feel so in la 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 love. If he only knew what he does to me, my man, my man, my baby. Oh, it makes me Baby gave to me a candle lit dinner just for me and my honey. On the third day of Christmas, my baby gave to me a gift certificate to get my favorite CDs. On the second day of Christmas, my baby gave to me the keys to a CLK Mercedes. On the first day of Christmas, my baby gave to me quality T.I.M.E. Feeling it up, feels so good, he makes me feel so in la 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 love. If he only knew what he does to me, my man, my man, my baby. Oh, 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 oh,